the ladies in red. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We didn't even call. <laughs> I know, we didn't. We just knew. Okay, so today we're going to talk about easy ways to repurpose your content to give it new life. So coming up with new material repeatedly, it's exhausting. And sometimes, you know, we have content that we create and it's so good that we're like, gosh, I hate for it to just be one and done. So that's exactly what repurposed content can achieve. So today, what we're going to do is talk about the benefits of repurposed content and show you several ways you can reuse what you have to reach new audiences and get a SEO boost. Yes. And we love it when it does that. So <laughs> let's go. Good morning again, or whatever, afternoon, evening, whatever time I guess you're watching this. It's morning for us. All right, welcome to Marketing in a Mic. We are here to give you all kinds of digital marketing tips, trends, useful guides. We really just want to help your business and be a great resource for you. So this is something that um, Sarah is the queen of oh, repurposing oh, yeah. content. She's the queen of making content, but <laughs> you can really repurpose it too. So I'm excited to talk about this. So repurposing content involves taking existing content that you already have, transforming it into different formats to reach different audiences and really different goals too. It's great. So you may be asking yourself, what's the point? Why should I be repurposing content? Um, you know, someone would be like, isn't that cheating? Like taking what you have and reusing it again? It no. is not. It's really what it's doing is you're reworking your existing content to, and it's it's something that's high quality and it's still relevant. And so you're just reformatting it and presenting it in a different way to reach more people. So it's not necessarily that you're being repetitive. It's just that you're using content you've already created and giving it new life and ensuring that it actually reaches everyone um, in your target audience based on how they want to receive content. Because if you think about it, some people like videos and some people like to read articles. So mm -hmm. that's the concept behind it. Yeah, everybody soaks in content in a different way. So um, this is a great way to make sure you're reaching a lot of different people. So not only are you expanding your reach like we talked about, but golly, you are saving yourself so much time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've already done all the work. You already know the content performed well with your audience. Now we're not saying repurpose crappy content. <laughs> we're talking about using good content. So instead of staring at that blank piece of paper and starting the creative process all over again, save yourself some time and just reshape the content that you've already worked. I mean, or that's already worked well for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the other piece of it, you know, behind besides reaching audiences and giving, saving you some time is that it's going to give you a boost in your SEO. So when you have multiple pieces of content that's centered around like similar target keywords, search engine crawlers are going to recognize you as a source of authority. And it also improves your online visibility, which is another SEO factor. If you think about that, when you're creating multiple forms of content and you're, you know, establishing a consistent online presence on multiple platforms, it's kind of showing that you are authentic and you're building your visibility. 
That's exactly right. And people spend time in different places. Not everybody's on Facebook. Not everybody's reading blogs. So you're not just creating content for the heck of it. I mean, you're going to be putting out valuable resources, just using different forms of what you've already created. And that's a value to to multiple number of users too, like we talked about. Um, as we mentioned before, different form, form, I can't, words are hard. <laughs> You're basically spreading out your content over different channels to reach different audience groups, AKA more potential customers. Yes. All right. So let's get right to it. How do you repurpose your content? So this is kind of the fun part. Um, this is where your creativity is going to come into play. So whether your content is made up of mostly written pieces like blogs or if it's mostly video, there are multiple ways that you can repurpose all your hard work. Yes. So let's start off with number one. We're going to talk about how to repurpose your content again, like Sarah said, and one of the best aspects and one of the best tools that you have is your blog because it's already packed with tons of information. So you've already touched on several points points within your blog, which gives you tons of material to work from. Yeah. Let's talk about that. How are we going to work with that? Right. Okay. So let's say you've got this gray blog. One way to do it is to create a video from your blog. This is really one of the simplest ways to repurpose a blog and to convert it into a video. You want to pull one or two main points from your blog and turn it into sort of a visual guide. So you could use graphics to visually make your points or an actual person to explain it or demonstrate your message. But you want to break it up into small points, small segments, and you can use them as reels or you can use them as YouTube shorts or you could create longer video posts to put on your YouTube channel. So number of ways. I mean, what I just said there, that could be three different types of repurposing short video, long video, long form, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. But the key is, is you don't want to go too, too, too long or too convoluted in your video. Yeah. Think of little snippets, little pieces. You don't want to have to redo the whole thing. You're just taking bits and pieces from it. So you could also turn those points that you had in your blog into an infographic. It's just another visual way for people to really appreciate the content. Um, It can give, you know, highlights of the most important parts of the blog. You can place infographics within that same blog post, or you can even use it for social media. I love infographics. And there's a lot of different tools that help you create them a lot easier than they used to be. You're yeah, you're absolutely right. And it kind of just gives you those data highlights or those key stats and just puts it in a really nice visual format. Yeah, really cool. Another way. So a third way would be to create an ebook. So free and downloadable content is super popular right now. Everybody loves it. Um, so consumers love it and it also helps you because it's going to build on your credibility and knowledge as an industry expert. So it's also a great way to leave a positive impression on users who haven't quite committed to using your brand. So you can take one blog or similar blogs and you can offer the ebook as as sort of a more in-depth discussion about the content you created. And it's, you know, giving potential users a little tidbit that they can use. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And a great place to put these ebooks is your website. So you can display them on your website in the form of a resources page and that consumers can access and download by putting their name and email. We've all done that a million times. I know I have. And with an ebook, you've not only provided value information to that end user, 
you have their information so yes. that you can use it for future contact points. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Not Why not create some leads from it? So, okay. Create a podcast episode. We, we do this and we love it. <laughs> yeah. So if you've done all the work into creating a blog, consider turning that blog into a script that you can use for a podcast, because this is also another way to reach a new audience that maybe prefers audio versus video or reading articles. So it also can invite and guests onto your podcast um, or industry experts or something that will help create more interest and more conversation and even expand your reach even more by helping your guests reach their set of audiences. Yeah, exactly. Another thing you can do with it is create Twitter threads. Now, a lot of people use these. I don't, but I know a lot of people do. And Twitter threads, what are they? They're highly consumed content type and one that sparks a whole bunch of retweets and conversation back and forth with people. So instead of thinking of new ideas, just pull some takeaways from your blog posts again and use them as Twitter threads. The easiest way to do this is to find any part of your blog that includes headers, bullet points, or step-by-step things, and then separate each point standalone within your thread. So you can just create multiple threads using those points. Yes. I've seen this a lot on Twitter. It's really popular and it's just a way of uh, kind of just doing those bite-sized pieces, but then Mm -hmm. also showcasing at a point where it's going to ignite conversation and, and people responding. Um, So it's, it's actually a really easy way to do it. Something you should try if you have a Twitter audience. So I said, along with that, you could take your Twitter chat and put it into a LinkedIn post. This is another thing I've seen a lot lately. So again, if Twitter is sort of your platform and LinkedIn is also your platform, this is a great way to merge the two and repurpose content. So you use Twitter for your chat, maximize its potential by fine tuning the conversation into a more storytelling angle and then post it on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn has been using this sort of long term, uh, long term, long form content for posts and because it doesn't have the character limitations like Twitter does. So yeah, exactly. And I've seen that a lot, too. It's a lot of this like storytelling of like step by step. What 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 went down, you know, sort of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. And it's not hard. I mean, (laughs) you can take that information and really it's like anything posting on any type of platform. You take it into the LinkedIn post and you can just copy and paste it into the text box. So it's not all that difficult. Or another way to do it would be repurposing, repurposing it into a carousel for those people that have more visual. You know, a lot of people like to watch things and not read things. So you could give a more visual element to your story as well. That's true. And I um, sort of recently with uh, we did a LinkedIn post that was a carousel. It had uh, four different still images, graphic images, and it was sort of worked in a uh, story format of like, here's the problem, the challenge. Here was what we did. Here's the results. So it's kind of a nice way to get like uh, sort of the whole body of what happened. Um, mm-hmm. from something. And that was sort of taking a case study and putting it into a social media post, which is a, 
another way to do the repurposing. Yeah. And I loved it. I mean, it catches your eye. I see so many posts and that one's particularly, I was like, Oh, that was just so cool. So go on our page and check it out. Yeah. Check it out <laughs> on our page uh, to give yourself an idea. So, all right. So another way would be to design checklists from written content. What does that mean? So take your long form blog with all the hard hitting points that you've made and then just put it into like a real simple checklist or a cheat sheet or a template. And this makes it simple for those readers to just digest something and just the hard hitting key points in a shorter outline format. Um, and if you wanted to, like eBooks, you could actually make a downloadable customized template that can be something that could be used. I mean, one thing that comes to mind is like a content calendar. So you could take something like that of like, here's what we talked about for like the month of blah, blah, blah. We talked about that in a blog and then we could put it in a template, customize it. You know, just that's just a quick idea that came to I mean, my, it, it's came to my noggin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great point. Great information. Great tip. All right. We also use, we also repurpose our content into newsletters, which is a great way. We're always talking about ways to touch your audience and get in front of your audience or find new audiences. So it's a great way to reach a new audience. And, um, Again, take it from your blog post, something that's already been created. Newsletters are a really great way to capture potential leads, too, and deliver useful content right into the user's inbox. Yes, I think it's a great idea to try. LinkedIn, if you didn't know, also provides a option for businesses to create their own newsletter and you can deliver content directly to all of your followers. So this is a great way to sort of make your blog travel across beyond like your website um, and reach even more people who may be interested in your content. So check that out if you are already doing a blog. Yeah, I love that day. I got I got something. I'm like, Are, can you do this? And like five minutes later, Sarah created one for us. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but it but it is awesome, and it, and it catches people's attention, and not everybody's doing it. So, all right, another thing: create a webinar. Um, you've likely posted a ton of valuable information within your industry information that could be well-received if it's reformatted, just kind of like a topic-rich webinar. Again, be a resource for people. Offer them information. They're going to love you for it. <laughs> well, you're exactly right because people really do value uh, kind of how-tos or demonstrations or something that gives them a good takeaway. And webinars are a great way to turn your content mm -hmm. into like a visual slide presentation. So just consider scheduling a webinar where you can capture contact information because participants would have to register for this webinar. And then these, particip these participants are going to get the benefit of learning new information and you get the benefit of obtaining new potential customers. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now this may seem obvious, but sometimes it's not. You could also take that blog post and create social media posts. So we've said it two or three times. Options are endless when it comes to social media posts. Take a Google review or create a visual testimonial also in the form of a social media post. So mm -hmm. all of that stuff can be reused. You could pull out interesting quotes from your blog article or stats or anything to use as a social media post. Because, again, we're talking short form, little bites, little pieces. So use all the stuff you already have. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, you could maybe 
pull four main points from a blog article, repurpose it into a carousel. Carousels can be blasted on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. So just a great way to try that. And you could even use the title of your blog and repurpose it into like a question or like a Q&A to ignite conversation um, or comment. So another idea, you could do a, a week-long series of posts from your blog. So post a new topic each day um, or a subject from each blog. Um, and again, just use it on all of your social uh, pages to ignite some conversation and still kind of delivering some good content. Yeah, the Q&A format. I mean, that's a great way of getting conversations started or carrying them on from what you already have. So, all right, we have a lot of key takeaways, but there are many benefits for repurposing content if you didn't already get that. All right, what can it do for you? Save time on content creation, expand your reach out beyond one channel, get more life out of content that's already performing really well, cater to the needs, this is so huge, to multiple audiences, creating more content on a consistent basis so you don't have to keep coming up with new stuff. And for a set fee, they'll help you promote your product or service to a large following. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's just a way too that you can expand it. So the content that you choose to repurpose, this is the key takeaway. It has to be relevant. This is what they call that evergreen content to where it can't be something too outdated or something that really doesn't matter anymore. Um, Anything that isn't up to date should just be left on the cutting room floor. And it's also helpful to add a bit of new information to your existing content when you repurpose it. So this kind of gives it a little added value and makes it a little bit more original again. Yeah, true, true. Well, overall, repurposing content can help you make the most of your existing content, reach new audiences with minimal effort. So experiment with these things, experiment with different forms, formats and platforms and find new ways to engage your audience and achieve your marketing goals. It can go a long, long way. It can go a long, long way. So that's it for us today. I hope that gave you some really good, great ideas to keep your content fresh by repurposing it. As always, you can catch us everywhere. We are on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter at our, our YouTube page, Fusion Marketing, and of course, our podcast, Marketing and a Mic. And check us out anywhere where you like to enjoy your content. Yes. <laughs> it's everywhere. We're repurposed. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. All right. So join us again in a couple of weeks for a brand yep. new show. That's Bye. It. Bye. <laughs>